What's up guys, it's your boy Gooseknob back at it again with another video. So today we are going to be covering, I guess kind of the general topic is why aren't people starting businesses anymore and or why is it more difficult to start businesses today and how to start a business, I think how to become a business person in the future. So as of I think 2015, the amount of people who are self-employed in the United States is around 10, 7 to 10, 6 to 10 percent, I believe. In the year 1900, around 50 percent of people were self-employed. So, I mean, it's a sharp decline, uh, just looking at the number of people who are employed versus, self-employed versus not, right? And it looks like around 70 percent of people want to be self-employed too. So why aren't more people self-employed? So I think we all know that climbing the corporate ladder and going get going into a company and trying to make money, I don't know, trying to make it rich in that type of a company is it's a difficult proposition and it's pretty much for most people working in a in a 9 to five, off, 5 office job has a limit to the amount of money you can make and the limit to the amount of success you can really make um there's a ceiling self-employment and starting a business is one of the only endeavors which doesn't really have a ceiling the amount of effort that you put in well, depending on what you put into a business, you can end up getting more and more and more returns and more and more, you know, you can get an exponential return on your investment of time in a business that you start yourself compared to one that, I think, where you worked for somebody else, you know? I mean, you could scale up a business. You can't exactly scale up uh, an office job, right? So... Why aren't more people self-employed? And I would say that the main issue is, it goes back to Maslow's hierarchy of needs and the fundamental requirements of what people need in their lives. So <clears throat> what do you need to live? You need food, you need water, you need shelter, right? You, might, you need electricity probably, you know, heating, other stuff, you know running your appliances. Then you also need medicine and consumer goods. You're also going to need to pay insurance and taxes, right? So there's a bunch of these different subscription level costs that you need just to survive, right? But the fundamental though, fundamentally food, water, shelter, and maybe electricity. Those are probably the four fundamental things that you need in order to I guess be alive. And in electricity, you don't really, really, really need that. You could use maybe wood burning stoves to generate heat if you're in a in a uh, a more cold environment. Or you could just live in somewhere where you don't really need uh, heating appliances like the South, Florida, you know, West, Southwest. Anyway, so food, water, and shelter. The way that those commodities or, 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 you know, things 
the way that you get those things in, in modern metropolitan life is via essentially paying for them, right? You need, a, you need to go into a grocery store, pay for your food. You need to pay a utility company for your water. And, you need to, and most people pay, especially millennials and Gen Zers, uh, they don't own, they rent. And even if you do own, you still need to pay like some taxes on, on your property, right? So essentially what it, what it comes down to is you need a steady flow of income just just to survive or else you face homelessness right that is the kind of the ultimatum that almost everybody who lives in a metropolitan area has to deal with and has to face uh today now there's a quote from uh i think a farmer in the great depression it goes something along the lines of uh, i think someone asked him what did your family do when the great depression hit how, how did that affect you and he essentially said well, we were poor before the Great Depression, and we were poor after it. So it didn't really affect us much. And the Great Depression really affected mostly people who lived in cities and people who were really tied into the economy. Um, but one of the major sources of stability, for my, for my takeaway, is being able to provide for yourself these fundamental you know utilities in your life or fundamental like goods you know food water shelter without being tied to really like a necessary cash flow necessary income to get that right So yeah, most people don't start a business because if you fail a business, right, then you don't have a cash flow. You don't have you don't you don't have money coming in, and then you either need to, you know, go into debt just to survive, or you need to, or at the at the worst case, right, you, you become homeless. You don't have the requirements to survive, and you basically lose everything. Right. So, I guess for my for my takeaway, the the question of how do you how do you start a business and how do you become self sufficient to an extent lies within the how would you say it the fundamental issue i think is the fact that you need a subscription payment for all these different requirements in life just to survive i think that if you are able to get out of this you know the little matrix of needing to pay for everything that you do you know i need to pay for this need to pay for that need to pay for that constantly just to live then then you have a lot more freedom in your life most likely and so yeah, I think how do you how do you make the fundamentals of your life not require money or a subscription? Okay, I think for the four fundamentals, it's actually pretty simple. It's not easy, but it's simple. 
food. If you have a life, if you have access to livestock and a farm, that should cover at least the basics of that base, right? I would argue. Now, the issue with that is owning a farm, animal husbandry. It's a it's a time intensive and sometimes or often difficult process. But if you have if you have access to something, you know the the means of that production, the means of production there. Or maybe if your community has the access access to that means of production, then, you know, you don't exactly need to pay for it. You pay for it in another way. You pay for it with your time, but you don't need to pay for it with money, right? So you're out of that grid. You're out of that matrix. Water, you know, a well, something, a purification of maybe water coming from a stream, um, water from other sources, rainwater, um, that's a way to, to, to deal with the water issue, shelter, cheap housing, right? If you look at, uh, the amount of money to, if it, housing in a, in a urban environment, right? Costs hundreds of thousands to millions of dollars, right? But you go out, out of the city centers, the, the price of housing decreases significantly. Um, also, I mean, why don't you, I mean, people, people in pioneer times, they built their own houses when they had basically nothing, right? They built a house in the middle of nowhere without access to a Home Depot, without access to this or that, right? Um, why, 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 why is it different for us? I think, I think there are ways around, well, we'll, we'll get to, get to that later, but for housing, I think there are solutions. Electricity. Easy. You, you, there's, there's so many ways of getting electricity today. Now, it does co- cost money, you know. It does cost money to, to get started with this. But I think that, I don't know. It's, it's all an investment, right? But it'll, it'll pay back dividends in the long term, I think. You know, solar panels, wind, wind turbines. You could even make uh, or have, have wood-burning uh, electricity generators, right? Wood or coal-burning electricity generators. There's, there's tons of ways to generate electricity. Now, things that I think you'll, you still need money for, right, are insurance, consumer goods, medicine, taxes, miscellaneous, you know, internet costs, all that stuff. Um, now, if you want to keep all those things, they'll still cost you money, right? But if you are able to to kind of remove yourself from the from the metropolitan grid from with all these you know basic things like food shelter electricity all that stuff it'll be a lot less of a of a of a of a risk you know if you're cut off from a money supply right does that make sense um so anyway that's that's my thought if you're able to instead of swap out swap out you know um, the requirement of paying for for you know the fundamental things in your life with money, if you're able to do that instead with your time or your energy, your effort, right? Then it makes the risk of you know of failing a business much much less. Because if you fail a business, you no longer are homeless. You just need a farm. You know, you just need to work with livestock. You need to do that for a while until you maybe make something that works. 
Um, and, and I think that many people are catching on to this. And I think that in the future, especially in the future, there are a few alternatives, alternative ways of life to the more metropolitan, you know, urbanite type of way of living that will gain traction. I think that one of them is the maker movement or the kind of design heuristic of, of designing products and things that are that prioritize being very long lasting or durable over being cheap and, you know, consumable. Right. I think, you know, the tiny home movement, I I don't like that. I, the the naming convention and the, you know, the glamorization of it, but the tiny home movement, the van home movement, those will, those will grow too as well. Um, Communal living, you know, maybe a lot of people pitching in to buy like an area or a house or something like that, and then essentially, you know, living in t- some sort of commune type of thing. Um, off-grid self-sufficiency, that's like going to be another huge one. You know, people getting their own electricity from solar panels and all that stuff. Um, but I think those things are going to grow in the future. And I think they should grow in the future because I don't think that metropolitan living is, well, I think just the fact that you know, the centralization of, of, of the means of production and, and business ownership uh, into the hands of just a few people, it's not a good thing. I think we need to have much, many more business owners and many more people who, who, who own the means of production and capital uh, so, that, so that, you know, there's, there's more people who are, who are, more people's ideas are being actualized rather than just a few people you know that's we could get into that more but that's that's kind of the fundamental core idea here and i just want to close off with with this idea why do people why are people afraid of this why are people why do people not want to do this and i think the fundamental reason for that is that people especially in the in a society nowadays which has given us so much material wealth i think people are afraid of being poor people are afraid of not having material wealth and i think that 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 is the the the, the, the one, number one barrier to this my priest uh, or, or one, of the, one of the priests at my 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 uh, the church I'm going to, he in his homily he said, um, the definition of of humbleness or or humbleness in a Christian sense doesn't mean just you know self deprecation, saying oh I'm horrible, I'm I'm a bad person, like like just thinking of yourself as like a slug, you know, that's actually that's actually could be psychologically harmful to you, you know. I mean, you should understand ashes to ashes, you know, dust to dust. At the end of the day, you won't be here for forever. But, I mean, just self-deprecation is not a good thing. What he said, humbleness, the, the definition of humbleness is instead of, you know, let's say you're like, a, oh, I'm, the, I'm a smart guy or I'm this or I'm that, you know, sitting at the head of the table, putting yourself at, at the top, you know, that's not humbleness, you know. Um, what is humble 
in this in this uh this, this passage in the Bible, I'm not sure what it was, but um was sitting at the the lowest point of the table, sitting sitting in the place where, you know, the the, the person at the bottom of the the dominant hierarchy would sit, you know, putting yourself into a place where you're not, you know, which is below you or whatever, right? And 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 Jesus said that that if you are willing to put yourself in a place below where you think you should be, what will happen is people will 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 see you in that low spot and say, "Oh, you should go. We need to lift you up. This is the, you shouldn't sit here. You should sit here instead." Right? And he said that, from my understanding, the only way that you get to where maybe you need to be or or you know are put into a better spot is if you're willing to 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 humble yourself to go to the lowest level you know like saints living living very poor lives right that is that is a, a fundamental core example you know saints living very poor meagerly lives that are now like uplifted to the, to, to 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 the level of you know sainthood um, through their life, you know, I think that's what is the antidote to modern day materialism. People need to be willing to shed away, you know, the goods, the riches that they have, be able to live below their means, be able to live in a in a, in a lifestyle which is you know older and and more timeless and more you know, impoverished for the sake of, you know, self-sufficiency and the ability to, to, to not have to rely on this giant, like economic machine to, to, you know, pay for everything that they need, you know? And I think that's, that's the antidote to this. If you want to start a business, you need to be humble you need to be willing to go to the bottom, you know, you need to be willing to, to, you know, be poor. And I think that's, that's the solution to this. We need to, we need to achieve self-sufficiency through a, through a, through a less material, well-off lifestyle. And I think that's, that's my take on it, at least. There's probably other ways, but this is just a thought. But let me know, let me know what you guys think. Let me know what you guys think. And, uh, Yeah. We'll see, we'll see what happens with all this, but yeah, but that's the end of the, that's the end of the, uh, let's say that that's the end of the, well, how would you say it? Not the premium. This is, this is the end of the free episode. If you want to watch the rest of the premium episode, that's on uh goosenov.com, right? Goosenov premium. Check it out. It's a lot more we're going to be discussing, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, hope you enjoyed. Let me know what your thoughts are and uh, check out goosenov.com after this. All right. Peace.